This is Radio On The Go Sports, and I'm John Moenkel reporting. On the schedule for today in girls' basketball postseason regional finals, these are all the games to go to state. 1A Region 2, number 12 AGWSR takes on number 2 Newell Fonda. That'll be in Fort Dodge. 1A Region 6, number 5 West Fork takes on Maquoketa Valley. That'll be in Denver, and it'll air on 104.9 KLMJ. 2A Region 1 final is number 1 Dyke New Hartford against Bellevue. That'll be at West Delaware. 2A Region 5, number 15 Applington Parkersburg takes on Beckman Catholic. That'll be in Old Wine, and it'll air on a 98.9 KQCR. The number 15 and 2A Applington Parkersburg girls basketball team is one win away from a trip to the state tournament. To get there, they'll need to beat Beckman Catholic in tonight's 2A Region 5 final in Olwine. The Falcons are 19-4 and, and advanced with a resilient 52-32 win over Denver in Friday's regional semifinal. In that game, the Falcons locked down defensively in the second half, holding the Cyclones to just 14 second-half points while racking up 11 steals and committing just 10 turnovers. Head coach Brady Driscoll says the Trailblazers have some similarities to a familiar foe. I tried thinking of a comparison for them as a team. They're like a kind of a mini dyke where they rebounded extremely, extremely well, and we give them second, third chance opportunities to score. They're either going to score it eventually or they're going to get fouled and go to the free throw line. I know when they went over Cascade in the postseason here, they had 31 free throw attempts. They only made 13 of them, but 31 attempts is pretty crazy and they get a lot of offensive rebounds off those free throws too so their strength for them is their post play offensively and defensively they're a sound team when they go through their posts beckman is 13 and 10 and has road postseason wins over mfl marmac and an upset of number six cascade reese osterhaus leads with 10.7 points per game and shelby perk scores 10.3 and collects 8.5 rebounds per game the team has over 300 fewer shot attempts through the same number of games and they've committed 18 turnovers per game driscoll says the blazers have played great defense in the two tournament games including a mind-boggling effort against a powerhouse Cascade program, but rebounding and using speed to their advantage will be keys for the Falcons. They were able to play really good defense, held Cascade scoreless in the third quarter, and then only Cascade eight points in the second half. I think they got their first field goal in the second half with about two two minutes or something left in the fourth quarter. So they held them scoreless and in check for quite a while. Cascade got in a little bit of foul trouble, but Beckman rebounds extremely well. Uh, the record's a bit deceiving. They haven't been the healthiest of teams throughout the course of the year, but when they're healthy, they're pretty dang good. They're very tall, very physical. Rebounding is going to be number one key for us and probably number two key, number three key as well. If we can keep them off the boards and get out and run, we should be in pretty good shape. Tonight's winner will advance to the Class 2A state tournament. It would be Applington Parkersburg's first state appearance since 2019. The game will air live on 98.9 KQCR and the Falcon Activities Network with pregame coverage beginning at 6.40 p.m. The opening tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock inside the Old Wine High School Gymnasium. The number one and two A Dyke New Hartford girls basketball team will go for its sixth consecutive state tournament appearance when it takes on Bellevue in tonight's Region One final in Manchester. The Wolverines are 22 and one and have barreled through competition in the postseason. After a first round bye, Dyke New Hartford had no problems in dominant wins over Columbus Catholic and Jessup. The Wolverines will look to get back to better shooting form after 36 and 40 percent marks in the two postseason games, well under the average of 47 percent. Bellevue is six. 16-7 overall and his wins over Northeast and West Branch in the early rounds. Like the Wolverines, the Comets have dominated their opponents in the postseason and both teams will enter with momentum. A balanced team is led by Kaylin Deshaw with 13.2 points and 9.2 rebounds per game, but the team has committed nearly 20 turnovers per game.
It'll be the first meeting between the programs in the Bound era. The winner will advance to the Class 2A state tournament. The opening tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock p.m. at West Delaware High School. The number 12 in 1A AGWSR girls basketball team is one win away from the state tournament, but will face a tall task to get there. They'll take on number 2 Newell Fonda in tonight's 1A Region 2 final in Fort Dodge. The Cougars have had a dominant season at 23-1, with the only loss coming to Class 3A state qualifier West Marshall. The Cougars have rolled through the preliminary rounds with blowout wins over Colonesco and HLV and a close win over Ankeny Christian. Nakia Oliver will look to get back to to her usual form after a nine-point effort on one of 20 shooting against Ankeny Christian. Josie Cooper was on fire, scoring 19 points on nine of 12 shooting in that game. Newell Fonda has proven to be among the best in Class 1A and has qualified for five straight state tournaments. At 21-2, their only losses are to defending Class 3A state champion Esterville Lincoln Central. After a first-round bye as the number one seed in the region, the Mustangs throttled Glidden Ralston and Baxter to advance to the regional final. Three average and double figures led by Mary Walker with 15 points per game, Kiara Jungers adds 12.3 per game, and McKenna Seavers adds 11. On the season, the Mustangs have beaten opponents by an average of 36 points. AGWSR head coach Mike Fingers says any weaknesses Newell Fonda has are difficult to identify. It's their pressure defense, full court, that first stands out at you, and you you got to try to figure out how you're going to limit your turnovers. When they do get you to turn it over, they transition into scoring a basket just amazingly well. Their points off of turnovers are incredible. They just they transition very quickly. You look for weaknesses against these guys that I haven't found any yet. They've got on their starting five, four of them shoot the three point shot right around thirty percent. And as a team they shoot it at just right at thirty two percent. So I mean they're just a tough matchup. Finger says it'll take a complete effort from his team. We got to handle their pressure defense both in the back court and the front court. We got to minimize our turnovers. We have to get good shots and we got to shoot the ball well and then you know we just have to do a good job of getting back in transition so that they don't get easy baskets and then get to their three-point shooters. If we can minimize the turnovers, get good shots on our end, take away their layups, and then be there to contest their three-point shooters, you know, then we got a shot at knocking them off. The Cougars will go for their first state tournament appearance since 2018. Tonight's game will tip off at 7 o'clock p.m. at Fort Dodge High School. The North Iowa Cedar League West all-conference girls basketball teams have been released. Local first-team selections from AGWSR include Josie Cooper and Nakia Olivier. First-team selections from Grundy Center include Carly Willis and Ellery Lering. Allie Sheldahl of South Harden rounds out local first-team selections. Second-team selections from AGWSR include Bryn Smith and Trevin Smith. South Harden's Haley Rozanke and Grace Eller were selected to the second team. Local honorable mention selections include Ava Olson of AGWSR, Lucy Lebo of Grundy Center, and Clara Balo of South Harden. Morgan Neuroth of East Marshall was named the league's outstanding player. The coach of the year was AGWSR's Mike Finger. View the full lists at RadioOnTheGo.com. That's it for this edition of Radio On The Go Sports. Find more at RadioOnTheGo.com. I'm John Mowinkle reporting.